At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Lombardi Line, this is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we welcome you in. Hope you're having a great Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi in New Jersey. We get it going. We're going to continue with the tiers, the quarterback tiers with Michael Lombardi. We got to 20, well, we got to Daniel Jones, which I was kind of shocked by. Uh, the Patriots, Nesson, we've got news on an injury. I meant to tell you, I hate the Were bu- you shocked? Were you, were you shocked? I mean, don't, don't you, I mean, I. Forget the 22, 23, whatever that number. But he belongs in that cluster. Are you shocked by that cluster? Do you think he should belong in the other cluster? No. I like Jones more than you do. I like where you had him. And there you see it, Daniel Jones at 22. I love that. My Michael, I think the Carson Wentz disrespect is ridiculous. I, not you. But in 2019, he was great. He carried that team to the postseason. And I, again, Jadavion yeah. Clowney in the postseason injured. And I understand the injuries are crazy. I know why he's at 24. But Wentz has been MVP-like at times in his career. No doubt. And I think that's a great thing you just said there. We There tends to be a overreaction to somebody who doesn't play well in a game or two. And then all of a sudden, his career looks like he's been a disaster. Right. When in reality, that's not the case. 
and I, and I think really, I think really that that is Wentz to a T. Yeah, he didn't play well last year, but we've seen moments of him playing really good. You know, it's funny how Ben Roethlisberger doesn't get that get that That's to right. his career. You know, nobody over. I'm overreacting to Ben's career. I can tell you that right now. You know, I'm overreacting. So I think he's looked bad. I don't think he's played very good. And I think that's a real issue. No, I, I love where you had Jones. I think Jones, it, again, coach uh, there running the offense. I, I don't know. You, you call that offense stale or is it antiquated? I think it's antiquated. I think it's just not contemporary. I think that 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 Garrett learned it. Coach Garrett, excuse Coach me. Garrett, excuse me. Coach Garrett learned it. You know, he's learned it from North. He's really never expanded it. It's North's offense. He calls it. There's not a lot of creativity. Look, when you carry the ball 19 times for six yards in the opening game against the Steelers, you've had you've had all summer, all off season to prepare for it. Like you went in there thinking that you were going to run the ball out of your base stuff and didn't have any game plan to do it? Come on. Seriously. You know, that's not – I mean, I get if you carry the ball 15 times for 30 yards. You know, I get they're good. But six – but 19 carries for six yards means you've had too many negative plays in the game. And so that's coaching. Like, that's coaching. Like, it's obvious that is coaching. You got to prepare the game. You know what's coming. You know their front. They didn't change. You got to block. You got to block Cam Hayward. You got to block T.J. Watt. You got to block the edges. You know they're going to be able to come down with their safety. You got to figure out how to do that. That's called coaching. You know, and you got to get in formations where they get to nickel, and then maybe you run the ball against their nickel. Whatever you can do, but to do what he did to me means, hey, I'm going to do what I do. That's what I do. There's a mentality about that through the NFL. I do what I do. I coach the way. I, that's how I've always done it. Okay, great. Well, you know, you're, it's going to result in losing. If you're not adaptive to what you need to do, it becomes very t- challenging. And I think that's the giant offense. I don't think there's enough creativity. I think their pass protections, look, they're on their third offensive line coach. Their pass protections, especially when they open the formation up, when their double slap blitz has come, they have issues. There's no denying it. They've had trouble with the Dick LeBeau system of bringing slots off the corner. They haven't been able to really rectify it. And we'll if you, see if it changes. Yeah, no, I think that's well put. If you'd like to keep up with the Lombardi line shtick throughout the year and bits, we call him Coach Garrett because while you can call Bill Belichick, who's the greatest of all time, Bill, players can call him Bill, a reporter was admonished politely by Jason Garrett when he called him, hey, Jason, nice to see you. He said, we, we say Coach Garrett around here. So, again, some gravitas associated with Coach Garrett, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, at some point, he, he's, he's at a crossroads. I yeah, mean, whatever. Coach Garrett's at a crossroads in his career because, you know, people saw him as a head coach. He had an offensive reputation. That reputation hasn't really transposed itself. He never really ran the offense in Dallas. Jerry always had someone else do it, from Scott Lenahan to uh, to, to now the new guy that's in there. You know, I got Cooper Rush on the brain, but the the backup quarterback. You know, and so. I mean, tell me when he's been a really good offensive play caller. I think that remains to be seen. And he wants to be a head coach. No doubt. And he sees himself as a head coach. Vsin. You know, it's like it's like the CEO executive that sees himself in the corner office. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's Vsin. And I, I walked you right into that as we welcome you back talking Giants with 
Uh, Daniel Jones coming in at 22, I believe, on Michael's list. We'll continue with the quarterback list here coming up in just a little bit. We're going to get to the Patriots. Yeah, Daniel Jones, 22. We'll get to the Patriots. An injury to a linebacker you may not have heard of, but he was in the plans for sure. Quickly wanted to say, I hate to buck the, the trend of you guys saying, you and Bill Berman saying that, I uh, am agoraphobic that I don't leave my house. I, yeah. are you ready for this? I yeah. am going to Raiders practice today. Oh, I love that. At Allegiant, awesome. at Allegiant Stadium. Give me some juice over there. I got to get some juice. I'm going to run into Rod Marinelli and talk about that 0-16 season back in 08. Yeah. No, but uh, a friend of mine invited me. She, she, she has a, uh, she's got a little suite there. We're going to go watch practice today. And uh, is there anything you'd oh, like me lovely. to? Thank you. Is there anything you'd like? I'm sure I'll have a one-on-one -on -one with uh, Coach Gruden. Is there anything you'd like me to ask him? No, I, I would just can't wait to hear your observations of how great this defense looks. You know, that's what I want to see and how much that pass rush is really uh, taken over. I think that's the key question for the Raiders. If they're going to play the Gus Bradley defense and that's what they're going to play, they got to win up front. They got to be dominant in the defensive line. That's really all you need to look at. It's about domination. Remember, I said this earlier in the show, Seattle ran 48 times cover three against New England in the Super Bowl. That's what they do. They're a cover three team. Don't, you know, everybody got caught off guard with Richard Sherman and, you know, all these other players that played corner for Seattle. They were 90% a zone team. Sherman was great. Don't get me wrong. Sherman was great. And zone becomes man at some point. Don't ever forget that. However, it's a zone concept. And so it relies on the ability of four guys, maybe five at times, to get pressure. Who am I missing with the additions? They added Gerald McCoy, the vet. They added Ngakwe, who should be able to help up front with the Raiders. Uh, hope, yeah, well, well, I, all right, here's, here's your job today. Count how Thank many you. times Ngakwe goes past the quarterback on his pass rush. Just count how many <laughs> what, times what, that what, what, are you, what are you alluding to? So anytime a defensive end rushes up the field and he becomes deeper than the quarterback, the game becomes a, a 10 on 11 on 10 game because the quarterback has yet to turn and run that way in his career. He's yet to turn and run that way. So whenever a defensive end, and we talk about it all the time, they can't everybody, oh, the edge rusher's coming around the corner, but he gets pushed past the quarterback. That's a win for the tackle, not a win for the end. And so watching Ndokwe, Ndikwe, whatever we say his name, the reason he got traded from Minnesota was because he was going past the quarterback every play. The reason he was getting less playing time when he got to Baltimore is because he couldn't stop himself from going past the quarterback. He just runs up the field. And when you run up the field, you hurt your defense. Solomon Thomas is the other name you're looking for. So he's going to play some yep. defensive tackle. Quentin Jefferson was a cap casualty of Buffalo. They signed him as well. The defensive line is made up with people from other teams. I mean, you know, Jonathan Hankins, the kid that, that, that Indy cut, uh, Cleveland Farrell, they say he's not even going to start. We shall see. You know, Nesbitt, McCoy, Darius Fillion. I mean, it's, it's a defensive front that you've got to ask yourself some questions. And then, once again, let's go back to the news of the day. Darius Leonard gets a huge contract. Running a similar scheme, a zone concept scheme that relies on the front. Nick Kwiatkowski is their Darius Leonard. Need I say more? No, you shouldn't. The two big stories, uh, Leonard signing the big deal, the extension with the Colts, and, of course, Bobby Bowden, age 91, passes away today. We covered that. You can always find the show, vsun.com slash podcast, and uh, we replay them throughout the day, of course, as we transition here. Michael, I wanted to bring this up. 
for our Nesson audience and just in general, we haven't really delved into since I've been back the Patriots. So let's discuss bad news mm-hmm. just landed at training camp. Maybe most haven't heard of Raquan McMillan, but he was in that first wave of free agent signings for the Patriots, the middle linebacker. Uh, he tore his ACL. So that's big. I mean, this is a team that added a bunch of pieces. They're looking to bounce back from a seven and nine year last year. Uh, you see the win total set at nine and a half. So a lot of confidence in what Belichick has added and just in Belichick as it should be in general, but thoughts on the injury to the middle of that defense. Well, I mean, look, they, you know, they bring Van Noy back. They got Hightower back. That helps, right? So they got some experience. They're older guys. They've got to stay healthy. They're both over 30 years old. They love Javon Bentley, who I don't think is fast as they need him to be, but certainly he can help when they get the defense lined up. That's going to be their depth at linebacker isn't great. Josh Uche, the kid that they played last year, is more of an outside rusher, not an inside player. But the one thing about New England is Van Noy and Hightower can both play in and out. They can move around, so they can compensate. I think McMillan's injury affects them in the kicking game. It loses one other player for them in the kicking game. I mean, New England, look, when you look at their team today, Josh Applebaum, I think what you'll see is a really, really good offensive line. I think this Trent Brown kid is really talented. He wasn't that way for the Las Vegas Raiders because they couldn't get him in shape. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the water in Massachusetts or it's the uniform, but he likes playing in New England, and he plays at a really high level, a really high level. And they're going to be able to run the ball behind him to a running game that was good last year with a mix and match of they didn't have Marcus Cannon last year, so they were kind of maneuvering people around. This offensive line is really good. I think they can be the strength of the team to go along with the two tight ends. And this offense is going to be very creative in the sense that they may have two offenses, one for Cam and one for Mac. We may see both quarterbacks play. And I think they've upgraded their receivers to where they actually are getting some production from the outside, whether it's Jacoby Myers, Aguilar, or Bourne. So I think offensively they're going to control the pace of the game. The defense, I think, will be a, a combination of they've got to win with their front. They've got to win up front. Barmore's got to get healthy. Lawrence Guy's a good player. You know, they signed Gachow, who's a hard player to run against. Henry Anderson's kind of a nickel tackle in there. They've got better players up front on defense. This is an entirely different defense. than Last year, they couldn't stop the outside run. I mean, it couldn't set an edge, which had to drive Coach Belichick completely crazy, right? I mean, one thing he builds a defense around is setting the edge forcing the ball back in the inside to their big players. And they didn't do that last year. So, you know, I think there'll be a work in progress in the month of September. They've got to stay healthy like all these teams do. And, you know, I think we'll see a giant step forward from their offensive line and their defensive line, which to me is the key in football. In our pre-show meetings, we always talk about the importance here on the Lombardi line of setting the edge during the show as well. Two questions. One, have you ever seen a bigger human than Trent Brown? And no, then, no, I never have. And uh, move as well as he moves. I he's mean, very really fluid remarkable. for a guy that is that big. Wasn't his, his was yeah. his father Orlando? No, no, that's Orlando Brown who's now playing left tackle for. Kansas Excuse City. me, uh, the Brown that passed away wasn't the uh, old line, lineman his dad? Yeah, his kid we signed in Cleveland. Yeah, Orlando Brown was the kid we signed. His son is in in gotcha, Kansas City. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My bad. He's he's the kid we beat worldwide wrestling for. We offered him a hundred dollars <laughs> to sign, and that's we incredible. beat worldwide wrestling. Hey, question for you on the Patriots: the um, a multitude of free agent signings a lot of big names, the most impactful signing on defense and offense for the Patriots. Well, I think offensively, it's going to be Trent Brown without a doubt. Trent Brown and the two tight ends. Let me say that. I think they'll get control back of the middle of the field, which is something Belichick values more than anything. 
And then on defense, I, I think the return of Hightower certainly makes a huge difference. Plus, I think Gotchow inside. I mean, I, Bill always believed in the system of, look, if I can play a seven-man front, a seven-man front, and I've got run force coming in, and I can cover the eight gaps in the running game with a seven-man front, I can play good pass defense. It's hard to throw the ball against me. And I think if you don't have great corners and you play a seven and you can hold up in the run in a seven-man front, you can be really effective. Gauchow gives them somebody who can play over the center and really wear them down. And, and you know, Miami ha- had them last year. It was hard to run the ball on Miami inside with the players that they had. So he was a huge component to that. And I, and I think that, that he's, his signing is going to be something really important for the Patriots as they build this defense into the vein that they want to be able to do. Certainly, once you get to third down, you know, then you can change some things. But when you give up 4.5 yards per carry like the Patriots did last year, 17 touchdowns rushing, that's not Belichickian-like. He's going to fix that. They gave over over 2,000 yards rushing last year. Wow. You know, and so you've got to be able to set the edge, and I think this is what we're seeing, more physicality in their defensive front. The Patriots are tied as your second betting favorite at plus 350 with the Miami Dolphins in division. Win total set at nine and a half, 35 to one to win the Super Bowl. You know, it's interesting in 2020 with the Patriots, they had that interesting stretch where they're sitting six and six. They go to the Chargers and pummeled them 45 to nothing, Michael. And then they lost three straight at the Rams, at Miami, Buffalo, but there was there there was a sense that maybe something's brewing here with the Patriot team in seven and nine. Yeah, and you know they had a tough lose a game in Houston uh, before the two game winning streak. I mean, you know they beat the Jets in overtime in a game that they were fortunate to win. You know Flacco played really well in that game for the Jets, and then they come back and their best win of the season was against Baltimore and really bottling Baltimore. That that strength of COVID that that stretch of COVID in October. But look, the, the season's going to come down to they've got to get production from their quarterback, and they've got to be able to get the passing game going because we know they can run the ball. They averaged 4-7 a carry last year running the football when everybody knew they were going to run the ball. Everybody knew they were going to run the ball. They went into games and they ran the football effectively. They can run the ball. But once again, what happens is it takes them out of what they really need to do. They want to build the game around getting the lead in the first half. Last year, they were deficient in first-half point differential, which is unlike any Belichick team. And so this year, they've got to be able to throw the football effectively down the field, complete big plays, make explosive plays, play with a faster tempo. You know, we're seeing Mac Jones get a lot more reps. They're trying to get him caught up to speed. Last year, Cam Newton didn't have any of this. So I think there's a work in progress going on there. You know, and they've got to be able to, to do that. If they can't do that, then it becomes a problem for them. Patriots open up the preseason hosting the Washington football team on Thursday. Question about how they're going to utilize. We've seen it in the past, obviously, with the Patriots, but two studs they had, Smith and Henry at tight end. What do you expect? Will the offense look different? I I think, you know, you'll see more. If Cam's in the game, it'll be some quarterback runs. will certainly be part of it. But I do think they'll control the middle of the field. I think that with Smith's ability to run after the catch is so critical, right? And Hunter Henry's ability to win against man coverage presents a problem. Do you want to play base against them or you want to play nickel against them? How are you going to handle that? 
And I, and I think that's really what Josh McDaniels will do a good job of finding the right matchups each week where he wants to attack based on these two studs at tight end. These are two really good players. And when you can control the middle of the field, everything else tends to open up. And I think with Aguilar, doesn't have to be great on the outside. You know, they don't have to they don't have to win. Bourne doesn't have to win on the outside because the middle of the field becomes a little bit more. It's like Kansas City. Kansas City controls the middle of the field with Kelsey and Hill. I mean, let's make no mistake about this, right? Kelsey and Hill are what generates this chief offense. Mahomes is the is the point guard. And because Hill is so unique, and if you don't double Hill inside on every single play, you're going, to get, you're going to get your butt beat. I mean, he is by far. I don't, it's not, I don't even understand why we even talk about it. He's the best receiver in football. It's not even close. It's not even close. So when you can, and they use him in that slot. And when he gets in the slot and he controls the middle of the field, he creates nightmares for you. You throw a slant to him, next thing you know, it's 70 yards down the field. You know, you try to double him inside. Now, all of a sudden, you got the outside receivers are really going to start to be open. So it's kind of a give and take the way offensive football works. Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time. He's 69 years old. It doesn't appear the passion has diminished. Why? Because I think every year is a new year for Coach Belichick. I think every year he starts over again. You know, he gets he, he gets his enthusiasm from doing his job. I mean, he, he genuinely likes his job. And he's getting better as he gets older in his job. It's becoming clearer. And the competition that he faces is becoming a little less. Because there isn't a league of Joe Gibbs. There isn't a league of Bill Walsh. It's mm-hmm. not that kind of league anymore. We're a league of specialization coaches. So his program is installed, you know, and he's able to do what he wants to do, and he's got it going. And I think he likes coaching. I think he enjoys the strategy of the game and teaching players, and, you know, why wouldn't he keep going? I love reading about when I, what I've read from him. The biggest takeaway is you just said he loves coaching. He's thought of as a defensive mind. If Bill Belichick was coaching the offensive line, he'd be the best in the game. If he was coaching uh, yeah. special teams, he'd be the best. If he was an offensive coordinator, he'd be the best. This isn't just the defensive mind. No, no. And, and look, all great coaches, all great coaches, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. If you're a young coach listening to this program, you should really spend all your time studying defensive coaches because Belichick, his ability to learn defense. Walsh will say to you the most he learned was, was when he was the Stanford defensive back coach. Sid Gilman will say the same thing. Clark Shaughnessy actually coached defense. Clark Shaughnessy coach was the defense coordinator for the Chicago Bears, even though he's an offensive guru. He, he was the one guy who could figure out in the early 60s when the shotgun was becoming really popular, yeah, the shotgun formation and the 49ers had four quarterbacks playing in the shotgun. Two of them they would, ro- three of them they would rotate. And Clark Shaughnessy figured out a way to stop it. And that ended the shotgun era until Tom Landry brought it back. I love the week, the week one matchup here, Michael. Week one, the Dolphins at the Patriots. Right now that number is sitting, the Patriots laying two and a half. I like that. I think it may get up to three. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a matchup that we saw in the opening game last year. You know, it was a good game in Miami. Miami was able to win it down the stretch. I mean, look, they they know what they have to do to beat Miami. They got to force. They got to get inside the paint. They got to force Tua to throw the ball from a tight pocket. They've got to stop the running game, and they've got to be able to protect their quarterback. I think they'll do a better job with it. And Miami is really hurting. I reported. I said this on Twitter. Miami is actively trying to make a trade. Wouldn't be surprised if they made one this week, trying to bring an offensive lineman in. They are really looking for offensive lineman help, especially at the tackle position, because that line is not very good. And when you go up and play a defensive front. 
if they're all healthy in New England, that can play as well as New England can, as has the physicality, that becomes a problem. You put six, seven guys inside over the guards of Miami, and you pressure that pocket back. You tell me where Tua is going to throw the ball. Add Tua to the layers of story. This is a fascinating year in Miami because the expectations are there. This is different than it's no been doubt. in the past. The well, the owner's already said it, Patrick. He said it. He said, I want to win a Super Bowl sooner. They're, they're, they're all in. They're, he's going to be disappointed if this doesn't turn out. We're setting the edge here on the Lombardi line. When we come <laughs> back, I'm thrilled with who's 21 on Michael Lombardi's quarterback list. We'll find out who it is coming up next. My boy. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
season's right around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. Visit BetMGM.com or just download the BetMGM app. It's very interactive. You'll love it. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring your state-issued ID and start placing bets within minutes. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Physically located here in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher here, Lombardi line. I'm looking, the list is, the list is now cracking me up. I'm loving the list because of who is at number 17. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Why don't we get back into it though? I'm thrilled. I feel as though 21 on my list. (laughs) It is clusters. clusters. It is. All right. I I don't want people tweeting to me. Oh, you know, this, you would take, no, they're all in the same cluster. And I think they all have something to prove. So here we go. Number 21. Michael Lombardi's list is my boy, Rar Jared Goff. I mean, look, you know, he's got to prove that without Sean McVay, he can function. That's as simple as that. You know, he's got to prove that when the game becomes a drop back pass game, something that he can do and execute effectively. When it's a play action pass game, he certainly displays great arm strength, accuracy and the ability to make all the throws when the game speeds up and it becomes drop back pass and protection breaks down. What's going to happen with Jared Goff? That's the, that is, that is the one area that he's yet to overcome. It, ha- it hasn't overcome even in his good years. It, it wasn't even in his good years. McVay did a wonderful job, a wonderful job of masking his problems, understanding who he was and building an offense around him. And it got finally got to McVeigh where he couldn't do it anymore. He got frustrated. It's going to be interesting to see what Anthony Lynn and and Starbucks Caffeine do with uh, with this as they see it going forward, because they got to know it. You got to know it. You you know you just got to say to yourself, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to run the ball, heavy play action. You know, make some throws down the field, keep this guy from getting hit, particularly early in the game. And when we play in cold weather, make sure he has a table for two in front of the heater. <laughs> yeah, our ca- our mascot used to be a lion. This year it's going to be caffeine. I mean, it's just like yeah, there's, there's no escaping it. Uh, Goff, I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to run the football. The Lions games are going to be boring this year. They are going to run oh that freaking God. football. And, and by the way, if you're into props, look, let's find TJ Hawkinson. He's going to catch over 80 balls. Apparently oh, in I practice, so all he's that. doing, Goff is just security. He's just going to the tight end. And he should throw it to him. He's I mean, a look, stud. He's a really good I like player. Hawkinson. Look, they've got a good offensive line. Look, you know, Sid Gilman used to say all the time, I, I, I don't, he hated to hear the, the, the old vernacular, you must establish the run, which is one of the worst sayings that was ever created in football. Establishing the run means you're kicking field goals, right? <laughs> you know, you want to establish the lead. That's what you want to establish is the lead. You want to always have the white pieces in chess to win the chess match. So by establishing the lead, you can do that. So what happens is when you try to run the ball and you get behind in a game, now you're forced to throw. You must be able to, and the only way to establish the lead is make big plays. You've got to make chunk yards. You can't go on 15 play drives. At some point, you'll get a holding call. At some point, you'll get a false start. You can't overcome it. Too many third downs creep up. You see it in playoff games all the time. One of the things that the, one of the areas I think Buffalo didn't really do a good job against Kansas City did a great job of covering their receivers and making it hard for Buffalo to get into a rhythm. It really made it because Buffalo had no run game. I mean, Buffalo had no run game in that game. So because of that, 
you know, Kansas City could play their dime. They they weren't they played dime against them and got away with it. So if you don't have a way to really where you can establish the lead and then throw the ball to run the ball becomes a real issue. Josh and Britton both reporting Hawkinson's over under on yards as far as the props seven uh, seven hundred seventy five and a half at Bet MGM. Hawkinson's going to have a big year. Lynn is going to utilize him. He's it, it was a good draft pick. He's a very good player. The kid out of Iowa. He's a good player, and they're going to double him on every play. They're going to force the see if Tyrone Williams can win on the outside. In 45 seconds, so 21 is Jared Goff, 20, Ryan Fitzpatrick on your list. And, I, you know, I think this is, again, once again, who, what, what fits am I getting? You know, Springsteen has a song, Two Faces of I. You know, what face are we getting from Ryan? Are we getting the good Ryan last year that came in off the bench and led the, the Miami team to the victories? Or are we going to get the bad Ryan that we've seen in Tampa at times? That's always the question. That's why he's in this category, the prove-it category, obstacles to overcome. Hey, by the way, we talked about Springsteen's daughter winning a silver. That's incredible. Could it be and said? They, she, could it be said she was born to ride? <laughs> Stop. I that was, a, hey, I stole it from Twitter. Okay. Stole, well, yeah, what, what's her name? Yes. I want to give credit. Jessica Springsteen. Jessica. Jessica. Okay. Jessica we'll continue with the list, and also Thomas Gable next here at Lombardi Line Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN College Football Betting Guide. It's the best one out there. It's not even close. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis picks. You get conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams, and power ratings for every team. Can't beat it. Order now. It's just $19.99. Why would you not spend $19.99 to have it with you and protect you throughout the year? All access trial right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Again, VEASAN Football Betting Guide. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We head out to the Borgata, the best spot, the best shop on the East Coast, and he runs the race and sports book. He is Thomas Gable. TG, good morning. How? Give us a recap of yesterday at the book. Good morning, guys. And Patrick, great to talk to you two days in a row. Thank I wasn't you. sure if you were going to take another vacation or not. So <laughs> I, I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich when I get out there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, nice. No, by, by the so way, I, welcome back from your vacation too, Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah, yeah. What, one week, not a month. Okay, but, okay. take it easy. Let's get, let's get into yesterday's results. <laughs> um, no. So uh, yesterday, uh, certainly a, a stronger day of handle here with uh, with good uh, slate of MLB and uh, UFC pay per view last night. Which uh, I don't know how Mr. Applebaum made out on. I think he was going to make a small play on Lewis there, but Lewis was getting heavily bet here, um, getting two two dollars eighty cents um, uh, on him. But I mean, I think everybody was kind of looking at it like, hey, it's his hometown. Um, he, you know, he's looked good, and and he. Uh, just didn't come through for the betters last night. So good result on UFC for us yesterday. Major League Baseball, not so much. That Mets-Phillies game that we talked about yesterday that we said was going to be the highest handle of the day, it certainly was. Um, 
more Phillies money came in, and uh, we we ended up taking a pretty decent size loss on that game. Uh, the Mets, you know, offense was quiet there through through eight innings, and then they went back to back to back home runs in the ninth, and the rally fell short. Uh, it looked like they they were going to put something together there. They had two men on in the ninth, with one out and Alonzo at the plate, and then uh, Alonzo went down strikes and. Um, Next guy up went down strikes, and that was it. So that was the end of the, uh, the the rally for them. But that was kind of a microcosm of what has been plaguing this team while they've been on the slide uh, recently for the Mets. And it just doesn't get any easier today when they go up against uh, Zach Wheeler here um, on the Phillies. But Thomas, are you getting any action on the Phillies' future betting down there? I mean, I know you're in the Philadelphia area, and everybody in Philly, uh, I'm gonna. this is going to surprise people when I say this, tends to overreact Mm-mm. to a winning streak. You know, uh, are you getting a lot of action on this? Uh, we're, we're we're starting to take on some more Phillies money. Uh, I think now we're you know they they've been on this streak as you said. Uh, people are starting to take notice. But again, the the best number as we kind of touched on yesterday that that's gone uh, for them. You you should have jumped on them a month ago. Um, you know, obviously that was before. Um, we knew how long DeGrom was going to be out for for the Mets. And, I mean, you still have the Braves to contend with, though, in the division as well. But, um, you know, for the Phillies, I think the the guy who's going today, Zach Wheeler, you know, he's moved into uh, the equation now for the Cy Young Award. And obviously the injury to DeGrom is what precipitated all of this line movement here and the odds movement in that uh, race for the Cy Young. So currently you have Walker Bueller is the favorite for the NL Cy Young, plus 270. Wheeler is uh, the second betting favorite at plus $3. Then you have uh, Burns and Woodruff, plus 450. And I believe you also have uh, Galsman there, plus 425. But for Wheeler, his record, while it's only 9-6, and six, he, he has a 2.57 ERA, 1.034 whip, and he struck out 170 in 147 innings while only giving up 33 walks. He's also only allowed 10 homers on the year. So he leads the majors in innings pitched, which is huge for the Phillies because, you know, they have a less than adequate bullpen. And, uh, you know, yesterday we made the case to maybe take a look at Harper for MVP. If the Phillies can win the division, I think he can make a case here for Wheeler in the Cy Young conversation. Again, if the Phillies uh, continue to uh, win, and with DeGrom's injury, it's really kind of thrown this award in the flux. DeGrom was such a heavy favorite, and now he's 15-1. to So the question I want to throw out to you guys, how long will DeGrom be out for? And if he comes back, at the beginning of September, say, and the Mets make a push to the division crown, do you think DeGrom can still win it? Boy, you know, he's so dominating, Patrick. I mean, it, you know, I, I, I mean, he changes the game completely, right? I mean, like, is there a more dominating pitcher in all of baseball than DeGrom? And, I mean, if he does come back, 
Huh? And oddly, the text messages I get from my Mets friends right now, it has nothing to do, Thomas, as you know, with the pitching. It has everything to do with runners left on base and an anemic mm-hmm. offense that just doesn't seem to want to wake up. Uh, but that's great information on the side. Quickly, as far as the 76ers, you're, of course, right there next to Philly. Any truth to the rumor during your vacation you were playing pickleball with Daryl Morey and Joel Embiid? Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some new pickleball courts that were just upgraded in Brigantine, so maybe, maybe not. Okay. What's the reaction? What's the reaction there in Philly to the off season with the Seventy Sixers? Uh, it's been listen. Uh, the conversation, as Michael knows, in this area has completely revolved around Ben Simmons. Um, that he has dominated the conversation for the Sixers the entire time here, and you know obviously everybody seems to want him uh, out out of town, and whether or not um, that will happen, I obviously is going to depend on what more he can get for him. But uh, Michael, I'm sure as you know here, it's that's what has dominated the conversation. Nobody, nobody wants Simmons around, and everybody wants a very high return uh, when they ship him out. No doubt. And, you know, nobody's going to take into account any player getting better from last year's team to this year's team. And so it's always, you know, who are you bringing in when really the teams that make the most improvement are the ones whose players in their first year go to the second year and jump and take that giant leap. And I think that's going to be key. And Miami's offseason has been so good that I think Philly Sixer fans realize that, you know, they're going to be a hard team to beat and they couldn't get through Atlanta. Okay, Thomas, back to, back to running the race and sports book at the Borgata and get back on those Georgetown message boards, right? <laughs> yes, it's summer league time. <laughs> the biggest Hoya fan on the planet. He's the best, Thomas Gable. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Thomas. Have a great day, okay? All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. There he is. The quarterback tiers continue, Michael Lombardi. We're going to go. We just went 20. Ryan Fitzpatrick got 19, 18, and 17 to get to. Plus, Josh Applebaum. Mr. Baseball is going to make it. Can we grab the – can you get the mitt? Because I want to see the mitt as we continue <laughs> here on a Sunday. So, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raise the stakes, BetMGM today. Either team hits a homer, you're going to win 100 bucks on a $1 investment. Two teams, Dodgers, Angels, going to happen, so you're going to win $100. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. It's that simple. It's the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid for and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Lombardi line on a Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Michael Lombardi. Josh Applebaum joins as we continue with the quarterback tier. So let's do this, Michael. We just went 20 Mm -hmm. as we say hi to Josh as well. Josh, get a reaction from you because as you head over to Patriot camp today, you're going to see a guy that's number 19 on the list, and that is Michael Cam Newton. Well, you know, look, Cam had has had great seasons in the National Football League. Injuries have debilitated his arm and his passing game, which we saw really decrease last year. Still 12 touchdowns rushing, you know, still a big factor in the quarterback run game. But he's got to be able to combine that skill as a runner and take that passing game up. And I think this is, once again, he's in the category you got to, you know, he's got an obstacle to overcome. He's no different than all these guys. There's something that's blocking him from becoming a great player that he once was. You know, whether it's Carson Wentz was a great player in 17. This kid was in 2015. You've got to be able to rekindle that. And I think that's why this is the perfect category for him. Uh, And he's got to continue to go that way. And I think Josh will be able to see today, you know, what progress he's making in terms of his arm. You know, we know he's never going to be the greatest most accurate thrower, but he compensates for that with his ability to change the game on third down, run with the ball, hard to get on the ground and process the ability to change what he's doing to a passing game. I think that's going to be critical. And Josh, he, Cameron Newton, is the prohibitive favorite to be the starter week one for the Patriots. We got to turn up, Josh. There we go. Go ahead, Josh. Start over there. 
Yeah, real quick, guys, just so in terms of the updated uh, quarterback competition odds, Cam Newton a minus 350 favorite at DraftKings to uh, to win the starting job here and take the first snap of this upcoming season. That's a 78% implied probability. Mac Jones right now plus 250 as a dog to take the first snap of week one. Uh, Michael, you know, two things for you. Real quick, that win total, 9.5. We've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, you know, right right on pace there with Miami, both 9.5. Patriots under, juiced up minus 130. Uh, so any lean on this win total? And then also one little nugget uh when washington plays new england this thursday night uh belichick's really good ats as a dog he's about 62 percent ats as a dog in the preseason not great as a favorite uh right now the patriots are plus two against the football team thursday night yeah it'd be interesting washington's going to play some of their guys especially defensively i think washington feels like they need to get their team going a little bit i don't know how long they're going to play their guys uh but they're you know they play their front and they'll play their offensive line. I think they're going to play their quarterback. I think Fitzpatrick will play maybe one series to get him out of there. So then it comes down to the backup games, whether it's Kyle Allen, whomever else they go through, uh, Tyler Hankey, you know, those guys. So they've got three quarterbacks that have played in the games before, whereas the Patriots will play Cam a little bit, then they'll go to D D Mac Jones. And when they get to those backup offensive linemen, that's when the game breaks down. That's why I think, you know, Belichick as a favorite in this one, probably Washington would would be the better better pick. They have more depth at quarterback. Hey, Michael Lombardi's quarterback tier is 19, Cam Newton. We move to number 18 on Michael's list, and that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Another kid that, you know, played well, took a team to a Super Bowl with a running game. Uh, and just can't stay healthy, hasn't been able to stay on the field, going back to his time in New England when Brady had to serve that four-game suspension for the ridiculous, uh, uh, whatever we call that, deflate gate. Yeah, for that stupid thing, you know, that, that was absolutely completely uh, blown out of proportion. Uh, he missed a game that season, you know, because he got hurt. So durability has been Jimmy Garoppolo's Achilles heel, and now he's got pressure on him. You know, and he feels that pressure. They say he's having a great camp. We shall see. I think he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League, whether it's in San Francisco or somewhere else, if he can stay healthy. And the if has been the hardest thing to overcome. I mean, at this point, Josh Applebaum's having a great camp. Everybody's having a great camp. <laughs> we all I mean, everybody is. I yeah. know that. I know. But you could see the trend here of the cluster here. It, it, like, you can argue with the order, and that's fine with me. I, I don't really care. You know, and, and we'll get to the last guy here in a second. But there's all these guys are, I don't want to call it make or break seasons for them, but it almost is a make or break season for them. Okay. Number 17 on the list. He's headed to the Hall of Fame. And yeah. he's headed to number 17. So. Ben Roethlisberger. And deservedly so, Ben. But but look, Ben, you got to throw the ball down the field. You know, you, you know, it's great to to win the Next Gen Stats Award for getting the ball out of your hand quickly, especially when the receivers haven't even turned in their routes. But you're going to have to make plays down the field to win games for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. And there's so much on you. Staying healthy. You haven't been able to play well over the last two seasons because of injuries. You got yourself in better shape, which I think is a first step towards that. But I think you have a lot to prove. Prove that you still have it. He's the sole survivor. You know, Springsteen wrote an album. Uh, basically, his last album was about the, all his bandmates from his first band, you know, have passed away. He's the sole survivor. Well, that draft class, that was a great quarterback draft class. There's no one left. Eli's retired, right? Phillip retired. Ben's left, you know, and so... There's not a lot to Ben's game that you like right now based on what we've seen over the last two seasons, as particularly in the first first six quarters, the year he got hurt. He wasn't playing well that year either. 
I mean, I know that, you know, we dismiss it, but he wasn't. So he has a lot to, does he have anything left in the tank? I think that's the question, and that's why he's in this category. Yeah, it's not disrespectful. He's been in the league forever. I mean, it's a credit to him in attrition, the idea that he's outlasting his peers. So the idea that he's still 17 is actually a good way of looking at it. Josh, you brought up the Steelers earlier. Any reaction to Roethlisberger there at 17? Yeah, I think that's kind of right where um, Mike Lau would expect here. Obviously, you know, the big thing here is is uh, everybody's talking about his diet. He's looking much better. But, again, maybe that's a, being a little bit overblown. I think your point, too, you know, the offensive line and this team not finishing the way you wanted last year and the fact that, you know, the Steelers are kind of that big public team, kind of like the Cowboys, you know, kind of like the Packers that you just typically bet that overwind total. Yet the 8.5 is juiced up under minus 130 with Pittsburgh, so it could take a step back. Uh, Michael, I just want to real quick tell you or ask you, number 18, Jimmy G, you know, it was interesting. Interesting. Jimmy G is a minus 400 favorite of all these quarterbacks, uh, quote unquote competitions. He's kind of the safest one, or I guess maybe the, the largest odds here. Jimmy G minus 400 to take the first snap, uh, first snap here for San Fran this year. 80% implied probability. Trey Lance plus 300. San Fran win total though, Michael, 10 and a half. A lot of injured guys coming back, uh, but their under is minus 120 here. So what do you think about that one, Michael? Are you high on San Fran with all these guys coming back, or, or are you kind of agreeing with that same thread like the Pittsburgh? juiced up under also uh, San Francisco 49ers juiced up under. Well, I mean, they play in a tougher division, right? And so they get their guys back and their defense. I think we need to see what they do with DeMarco Ryans this summer. They got, they're not going to be a straight zone team maybe in the past that they were. And with that defensive front, when it's healthy and it's going, they're tough to, they're tough to block. And we know they're going to run the football effectively. I think we'll see Garoppolo in the month of September as the starter. And I think we'll see Trey Lance integrated into the offense. I think teams are no longer hesitant to kind of rotate a little bit like New Orleans did with Drew Brees. Get a guy in there that can change some things, put some guys in there. You don't have one guy may not be able to handle everything, especially in short yardage. So I suspect there will be a role for Trey Lance early in the season. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger comes in at 17 on Michael Lombardi's tears here with the quarterbacks. And again, he's on a diet. It's training camp. Everybody picked up P90X. Everybody's Everybody's doing yoga for the first time in their lives. Everybody's eating cleaner than they've ever eaten. Have you read one article? Have you read one article where somebody's having a bad I will give you one. Oddly enough, Zach Wilson through two picks yesterday. He had a bad game. He had a bad game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But other than that, they love his attitude. It's better than expected. His personality is galvanizing. Knowledge of the offense picked it up. Nobody's done it faster. It's um, adulation abounds, Michael. Yeah, no doubt. And deservingly so. I would say that's how most treat the Lombardi line. You know what I mean? They turn it on. So. We're setting the edge. <laughs> Show's never been better. Lombardi no, looks like he's P90Xing. Yeah. Uh, okay, Josh, let's get a couple baseball plays in before we get out of here. Let's continue the hot streak there, Mr. Flex. Yeah, I hope so here, Patrick. And by the way, before you talk MLB, your Hawkinson you are asking about, TJ Hawkinson, uh, over under 775 and a half uh, receiving yards, 77 and a half receptions. Patrick, he's gotten better each year, 32 catches, then 67. Uh, then he had, uh, let's see, 367 yards, then 723. So uh, if you're plus. hearing about your 80 plus, 80 plus catches. And, 
Can we get close to 800 yards, Patrick? I think that could be an option here. Um, but guys, real quick, bunch of MLB plays today, so we'll do our lightning round here once again. Uh, keep an eye on Seattle Mariners. We have a uh, COVID situation here with the Yankees. Rizzo's out. Chapman was uh, a shoulder injury, not a, a COVID situation. But also Gary Sanchez is out. We've seen really close games throughout this series. They've been one-run, two-run games each time. The Yankees are 3-0 uh, in this series against Seattle, looking for the sweep. But we're seeing some movement here on the Mariners, guys. This open Yankees with Gill on the mound against Kachuk. Uh, around a minus 160 favorite. They're down to around minus 140, minus 135. So you're seeing movement come here on Seattle. Little dog money here with the Yankees issues with COVID. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, guys, this is a big, big number here, but pros aren't saying, hey, I want to bite at the apple with Pittsburgh. They're still hitting the Reds. We have Castellanos coming back for Cincinnati. They've moved big number around minus 230 up to around minus 250, minus 255. Cincinnati eight and one against Pittsburgh so far this year. This could be a candidate for a run line play minus one and a half, you know, get that number down a little bit, minus 140. If you're looking for a gross dog, guys, you know, we, we, we talked about, you know, San Francisco Giants here with a sharp move around plus 120 down to plus 103. The gross one would be Kansas City today. Uh, we've seen the, the, the Cardinals win the first two games of this series, but this is John Lester on the bump, who ageless wonder here, but been getting knocked around quite a bit. He's against Bubich with Kansas City. We had St. Louis open around minus 150. They're down to around minus 135. So a little bit of plus money hitting the Royals there. Uh, and then late one guys Oakland A's Oakland or it's a 407 uh, Eastern time afternoon game but big spot against Texas they've been crushing Texas 16 and four in two games uh, outscored them so far uh, I've been rolling here with some run lines but this game open Oakland around minus 250 up to around minus 270 possible run line play there as well Mr. Baseball what say you I gave mine already. I love the White Sox again today, and I think I liked. I had the Phillies too, didn't I? Uh, ben Britton. <laughs> I had it already. First Here's name glove, Ben. Patrick. Last name Britt. Where's Here's the mitt? Glove. Where's the mitt? There Here's it is. The mitt. I got it right here. Right. Here I am. I'm catching. I'm ready to go. I got it. I'm Michael, ready. go go write that. Go write that book. All right. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate you. Have Pat, a great Sunday. Josh, good job. Say hello to Mick for me, Josh. Hey, if, you've been, working, if you two have been working out, you look good. Coming up next, Scott Seidenberg and, of course, Brady Cannon, the pregame show. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.